Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Hello, and gentlemen. welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 64, I believe. Is that right, gentlemen? I can't. Uh, my goodness, this is terrible. I, I didn't put the number down. I usually write it down. Uh, but you know what? If it's uh, if it's 64, 64. If it's not, then I'm, I apologize. But um, as always, we're excited to be back here. We have plenty and plenty to talk about. We have America Tigres to discuss and break down. We have America Cholos to discuss and break down because America is in the Copa Mekis final. And then, of course, we have the upcoming match against Tijuana. And uh, we got plenty and plenty to talk about at, uh, as well in regards to those matters. But before I go in any further, let me introduce, as always, my co-host, Mr. Christian Rosendo and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez, a.k.a. Cowboy Dan. Gentlemen, how are we? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, very, very happy over uh, the weekend because we got the two wins and um, it should be a good show. Awesome, awesome. Dylan, how's it going down there in mighty Texas? Oh, you know, what do you want, the truth or do you want to lie? Uh, how about you give us two, two two truths and one lie? Two truths and one lie. Okay, um, I'm doing fabulous. Everything is going smoothly. And I'm slowly dying and nothing's running good. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh we'll we'll let we'll, we'll let the listeners decide which one was uh the two truths and which one was the lie. <laughs> I think I messed up whenever I told you, but we can I know. let them decide. I, I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we got uh, the whole band here ready to go. Gentlemen, we have so much to talk about. We have so much to break down. We have a performance against Tigres that we uh, that that we predicted. That I predicted correct, by the way. I said three nil. time. None of you guys predicted that result. You guys went went very conservative, and then. Um, of course, we have that uh, Cholo semifinal at the Seca to talk about as well. So many things to talk about. Obviously, the Edson Alvarez incident with uh, Guzman. Uh, you know, the, the performances he's been putting out. The great performance that uh, Benedetti's been putting in as well. So we got plenty and plenty and plenty to talk about. So, gentlemen, should we jump straight into this? Yes. I mean, Anybody? we didn't do it, don't. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That is true. All righty. Well, let's get to it and let's get started. America faced and hosted Tigres last week in what was probably the game of the week in regards to Liga Mekis action. Two teams coming at it. Two teams that were in very good form, second against fourth. And funny enough, the game ended and the table didn't move in regards to that sense. Tigres was still second and America was still fourth, but right. an inch just that much closer to the top three spots. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about table positions and everything a little bit further into the show. But mm -hmm. the way things are going, the way things are looking, we said it was crunch time for America, especially after the Clásicos. And it looks like they're they're starting to get the hang of it. And, I mean, a good performance against Tigres. You know, 3-0. Give me you guys' uh, your final thoughts in on everything after the final whistle blows. Um, well, for me, I think, I, for me, I thought it was very surprising. Uh, I don't know if that's that makes me a bad person or a bad fan, but uh, I honestly was not expecting that game to go like the way it did. I honestly thought Tigres was going to put up more of a fight, even though they didn't have their star player in Gignac. Um, but to be honest, America really just outplayed them. Um, for the most part, they did. I could say, though, that they were stuff they were lacking, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, Tigres should have capitalized on a few moments in the match. But overall, though, very, very impressed 
with uh, with this performance, and this should be great going forward. Dylan, what was your thoughts after the three 0 victory? Well, I think I said the last uh, like two weeks ago, when especially whenever we got done playing Chivas, um, you know, it was a turning point in uh, in uh, in uh, the season for America, and they got to just keep on turning. It's it's a good step in the right direction, uh, but you just got to keep turning. You know, yeah, I mean, really, you either fall back or keep turning at this point. And you know, I think the team played well together. It, it gelled. And so it's just uh, a matter of keeping that going and keeping that momentum going. All right, all right. Well, let's break this game down to the to, to the bone. Uh, does anyone have the starting eleven out with in front of you guys? Yeah, I have it. All righty, Christian. Why don't you remind the people what the starting eleven was, and what uh, then we'll go and break down exactly how this tactical masterpiece of Piojo went down so well. Of course. Uh, in goal, we had uh, Marchesin. Left back Jorge Sanchez, center back Pere Aguilera, Bruno Valdez, right back Paul Aguilar. Your two your two CDMs were Guido Rodriguez and Ten Alvarez. All your three midfielders were Renato Ibar on the right, Andres Ibarguin on the left, Mateo Siriba uh, as Cam, and your lone striker was Nico Castillo. Okay, now was that a? I don't think any of us predicted uh, that lineup, or did we? I did. Yeah, we did the same oh, one against Chivas. Same one against yeah. Chivas. All right. I think well, I, was, I think I was one player off. Either way, still it was a good lineup. I I think we could all be been content with that. I mean, it's the same lineup that that you know got the job done down in Guadalajara against Chivas in the Super Clasico, and then you you'd imagine that he'd want to get things going and and get a starting eleven, a set starting eleven. You know, I, I think mm -hmm. that's important going forward, especially in these kind of games where you really really need uh, you know the, the best performance and, possible. And I think he found it. No, I think. Honestly, that um that left wing position was the was the one thing that we were missing, you know, because we didn't have it. And then you saw Herrera trying to you know mix up formations, put players where they don't really shine the best. But now that you kind of have Ibarguen, you kind of solidified there in that left wing. I think I think Piojo has found his ideal eleven for this season. Took him a little bit, but I think I think it's there. And I, I don't think that's his fault entirely. No, no, I think definitely you know, not. With the injuries, no, injuries and everything that was that was that definitely. was plaguing us at the beginning of the, the season, transfers coming in late, the signings that yeah. mm -hmm. and then the people that left, you know, especially in that left wing exactly. position spot was. No. You know, we were we were heavily heavily uh, needing a, a winger, but unfortunately we weren't able to get it, and because of that, you know, you saw Clemente trying to substitute, and then you you know had to wait for you to win to come back, and not just come back, but actually get back into the rhythm of things, right. and. You know he's he's in he's a good he's a good form and that's exactly what we need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. So uh, let's break it down. Let's talk down. Let's 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 talk first half. Dylan, what do you think worked so well for America in the opening forty five minutes that you think really set the the game apart? Uh, what really set the game apart was the early goal. I mean, uh, they came out. You know, I think I thought they were looking uh pretty good. You know, at at the time too. You know, I still question. You know, are are we going to keep this up? Or are we gonna kind of like you know let kind of Tigres get in the rhythm and uh, you know kind of kind of sort of I guess you could say like I, I felt like Tigres was slowly trying to get back into it. America was just kind of like uh, not where how they were in the opening minutes of the game. Um, really, that's just that's just how I saw it, you know because uh, at that time uh, at the end of the first half too, Tigres had a had a little bit more of the possession too. Okay, Christian, what what do you think uh, really set things apart besides that early goal? Oh well, I was gonna say the early, uh, the early goal as well. But I think what me and you, Ivan, always liked when America did when they got the early goal was keep the pressure going, and they were doing that for, I would say about ten minutes after the goal. 
after that though, you kind of saw them, you know, take a little bit step back, and you know, Tigres really started pushing them a lot. And that's that's this is one of the moments where I thought Tigres should have capitalized on us because we were looking a little bit weak on defense, and the midfield was a little bit in their favor. But once again, though, our defense and our in our center in our center mids center defensive mids did a great job in containing their their two midfielders in Carioca and Pizarro, and also limiting uh their their um outside threats. I think that was that was very key throughout the whole match, uh. But that is something that we did well in the first half. Now let let me see. Let me take you guys back uh on on a trip back back to last season, uh about six months ago, when we go and play Tigres at their home stadium. Mm-hmm. Do you guys see resemblance of that game in this game? Because no. I can make I can make out Not a really. little bit things here because we get an early goal as well. Yes, we do. We 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 started pressing them, and after we get that early goal, I think that the difference here, the difference here between this home game and and last season's away game, is that as soon as we got that away goal at the Volcan, we stopped doing the pressing, and then mm-hmm. in this game, we press a little bit longer, which but maybe gives still... us a bit more control of the game. Right. But I will say the difference I think in that game too is that there is a Janak in the Volcan, and there isn't a Janak in this game. Um. But I I do want I do want to see if we can maybe correlate that because I think in this, I think in both games you see two, uh, you see two players kind of stand out and really bring America um, to the top and it's our center back pairing it's Bruno Valdez and Manuel Aguilera and I'm not talking defensively I'm talking offensively offensively Both yeah Bruno mm-hmm. and Aguilera got a goal in the in in the away game last season in the Apertura and funny enough they get. To, they get themselves a goal this yeah. game as well, and I, I bring that up is because I, I don't know. Would you guys take on the center back partnership, especially in the first forty five minutes? Mm, I know I know a lot of people don't really like it, I, but I know a lot of people want what ended in the midfield, and so I I think it kind of at this point you know you roll with it. I mean, I think I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's not rock solid. I mean, there there's times whenever it's uh it's really flawed. But and and we've seen that, but you know, I, it it works out. It's, it's been getting job done most of the time, but you know, I, I think this is something we have to live with because you can't really do much. Because I mean, like I said, people want Edson in the midfield; they don't want him back at center back, really. But I, I don't know. That's kind of how I see it. For okay. me, I thought Aguilera was most likely. Either the best or one of the one of the best players that game. Uh, I really think he did a great job limiting their uh, their offensive threats. And you talk, you mentioned the goal, Ivan, uh, from both center back parents. You know, you're you're starting to see what we saw late last season as well. You know, it was yeah. Aguilera and Bruno Valdez taking over the goal the goal sheet uh, the goal scoring uh, column on the sheet. And you know, they kind of you know not carried us, but you know, they really gave us a big boost going forward in terms of getting goals when they matter the most and surely enough the opening goal you know was uh what was key because that's how you i guess in one of the ways you really slow down tigres and slow down everything uh that was they were gonna do in their in their plan going forward you get that early goal bruno valdez gets the early goal and now Tigres, okay well listen this plan that we had we gotta throw it out now because now we're gonna find something else because now we're down a goal and you know we gotta we gotta we gotta, we gotta but push forward our lines and see what we can do. So I really do think that Bruno Valdez and Aguilera is the perfect pairing for right now. They seem to be understanding each other well. You know, that chemistry you guys always talk about between uh, the center backs, it needs to be there, and it is there. clearly shows 
uh, in this game and the and the Cholos game yesterday. So um, so yeah. And, 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 and I like how you bring up the Cholos game because it's it's interesting. Dylan, sorry for cutting you off, but um, I, I, I just want to make that point. Um, you saw yesterday Aguilera with Vargas. Oh, my goodness. Was that terrible? Completely it was bad. terrible. And we can talk about it later, but, you know, this injury, I really hope it's not. Um... It, it looks like it was just for uh, an excessive amount of playing time. So I think he's just uh, just wanted to rest him. That's it. Right. I think it, was just, it was precaution. And so, Same as for the Aguilera uh, injury. I think mm-hmm. that one was also precaution. I think um, I think we need to talk about that uh, a little bit later in the podcast because you know this is uh getting to that season that crucial point where, you know yeah a little nick here and there but you miss a you miss a game and you know it's a crucial players missing games that can ultimately lead to us you know dropping a few points here and there but we'll touch on that later. Yeah 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 okay, um, but yeah back to the the whole center back partnership thing I think it's what we have and 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 it's funny enough because we complained about this already when we were champions now we're complaining about it again we were looking for the big campeonato and and mm-hmm. about to play a Copa Mickey's final is that we don't feel secure enough in our defense and but yet you look at at some of our stats for this defense I mean someone said in the chat uh, I think it was Chicken Nugget he said five games zero goal received I mean what what does that say to you you know in regards to the center back partnership is that it's working, mm-hmm. it's working. Uh, yet. Yeah, I think it was because we, we, we look at them week in and week out, maybe people that kind of don't really pay too much attention to America, you know, on, on a regular basis are probably thinking, wow, Bruno and Emma, they're probably the best center-back partnership, you know, in the whole league. But reality is that there's, uh, you know, there's moments in the games where, to be honest, we don't concede because of luck <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and because of Marchesin or whatever you want. Uh, but I, I think it's it's the best that we got. Um, I personally want to see Edson in that center back spot, but he's killing it in the midfield, so I wouldn't move him for anything. No, I think no. it's just at the moment, just you know, keep going, keep the rhythm, uh, and keep that partnership going. And then, of course, we'll talk yes. a little bit later on when we preview the Cholos game exactly how what's going on injury wise with some of these players, because of course, um, a lot of people are questioning whether or not Rio Peralta is going to be ready as well. So uh, a lot of things to keep in mind in mm-hmm. regards to this to this upcoming game, but. Yes. Um, Let's let's just go back to the Seagulls game and and let's let's talk the first goal because I think it's a very funny goal. It's a very jammy goal as well. Uh, it's a a goal that really showcases that you know you're, you're putting everything on the line, and uh, and and I don't know what, what what did you guys take on it? I mean, I saw it, I saw the replays and everything, and I, I saw how it went in. Um, just very Sunday league. Yes, very Sunday league. Um, I just want to point out one thing. Correct me, anybody who who saw the first goal. I'm pretty sure it was Renato Ibarra who crossed it initially to Nico Castillo. Nico Castillo headed it back into the box, and then you know Bruno Valdez ultimately tapped it in. Is that correct? I thought Bruno uh, did it. Yeah, I think Bruno heads it. Well, I think it's Castillo who heads it back in. Bruno heads it, hits the post, hits the post, and then he comes back and finds the rebound. Because right. I think it's, it was either him or Henry that was going to hit uh-huh. it. Correct? Right. Correct. No, but I meant in terms of Renato crossing it in first. I think it was either Renato or one. It's one of those. Okay. Things. Well, if it was Renato, yeah. finally he puts a good cross in. I've been the biggest critic of his crossing, and I don't think I'm not, I'm the only one. I'm probably the only one in this podcast, but I've been the biggest critic of his crossing, and finally he puts in a great cross. And see what a great cross can do to a lethal striker like Nico Castillo, who has the killer instinct to put it back in, into the into the into the, um, the six yard box where he knows there's a uh, teammates waiting for him. And then that's the ultimate end product. You know, you get a little bit of a jammy goal, yes. A little bit Sunday league-ish, but, you know, you're up one nothing against Tigres in the fifth minute. So, it works. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Although, I don't know. I, I think we had this discussion on last time. Stats regarding, I think his crossing is very average in regards to a winger. 
but we're not going to get into that. I think it was a very good cross as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you guys mentioned, I think the first half kind of, you know, went went in America's favor exactly what needed to go. And then, of course, mm-hmm. you know, the game ends uh, first half wise. And, and, and you know, going into this, you're up 1-0. What are you thinking in regards to this? Okay, you have a lead against Tigres. It was early, but you still haven't been able to score another goal. What's uh, what's 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 crossing your guys' mind? What do you think America needs to do in order to progress and get these three points? Take back um, the midfield. Yeah, I think I think towards the end of the first half, you kind of saw Tigres control the game a little bit, and if America really wanted to, you know, kind of seal the deal, they needed the the game back in their favor, starting with the midfield. Um, but as we see at the start of the second half, and for I guess. I want to say until probably the second goal that we scored, it was all Tigres, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it, de- it definitely was. Whenever the uh, they came out, it was def- it was all Tigres to me too. Um, it's just it's just the that's just that thing too that I still I still kind of question. You know, when we come out of the second half, like I still kind of think you know it's the dreaded second half. Like, what's gonna happen? Like, how are we gonna come out and play? And you know. It, nothing really, nothing really surprises me at this point still because we either got to come out, you know, um, hitting a heavy attacking or we're just going to, like, sit back and let the other team play their game. And that's exactly how it happened to that second goal. Okay. Understandable. Understandable. <coughs> now I'm curious to hear, you know, uh, second half thoughts. Christian, and I, I know you paid attention to the second half a little bit more in detail. Um Kind of just sum it up overall. Second half was it was it exactly what you were expecting? Was there things that could have maybe been better, or do you think America hit you know all the notes? Um, no, it definitely could have been better. Like I said, for probably one third of the of the whole second half until probably the seventh minute when we scored the second goal, it was all Tigres. This was another moment where I thought Tigres should have really capitalized because the game was all in their favor. They were really getting into America's half of the field, you know, pressing pressing us really hard, getting their lines more up. And, you know, America, we didn't have a response for it. And this is where I don't want to say fatigue is coming into play, but, you know, you kind of you kind of wonder, you know, Tigres is dominating you for about 20, 25 minutes. You know, where where where's your midfield in that in that sense? You know, where where are they to, you know, kind of put the swing the game back in your in your favor? And they just weren't there. Um, thankfully, Aguilera scores. And then I think that's when Tigres, you know, just, just dies out. You know, you know what? That was the dagger. But um, but yeah, that's that's where I thought America could have been better in trying to you know slow slow Tigres down. Like okay, listen guys, you know they're they're getting into our, our half a lot. Let us relax. Let's pass the ball around. You know let's let us not give them the ball so much because in the second half they had almost seventy percent of the possession and we only had thirty. So kind of shows you that you know the game wasn't really going our way. Like I said, until the second goal, and then I I guess that's when America just kind of took over. Yeah. Okay, I agree. Dylan, you agree? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, well, let's talk those 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 final two goals. You know, sure. Emmanuel Aguilera. I I, oh. I think that free kick is uh, ridiculous. That's uh, I think it's I I want to say that it was very fortunate to go in. It was definitely very fortunate. Um, I don't. Uh, but then again, I think hats off to him for for attempting it like that as well i mean mean, i'm guessing he realized no one was you know on the floor and on the wall so he was like you know maybe why not i mean that you have to take some completely fool the whole team yeah you have to make you have to be a thousand percent sure that wall is jumping 
Yeah. Um, and there was. I love it how the commentators were talking about it. Um, before Dick, he was about to take the free kick. They were talking about how America had a free kick competition during during practice, and Aguilera, sure enough, was the champion of that tournament. And then five yeah. seconds later, he scores the goal. Yeah, I, thought, I just thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> he's been having, he's been winning those competitions lately. Yeah. Um, he he knows what he's doing. I mean, uh, who who would have thought Emanuel Aguilera was the was the man for the uh, was for the job? But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he he scores. I, I, at the end of the day, it's it's a tremendous goal if you think it about it. It definitely is. Yeah, there's no like like you said. Hats off to him. Um, I don't really want to you know say it was like the best goal ever, but like you know, like you said, he had to have the skill to do it. You know. I think it was just hilarious because it's like really like he tried it and it worked like. How funny is that? <laughs> um, you gotta no. try it. Yeah, you, I, I mean, I'm not complaining. It went in the back of the net, so mm-hmm. you know, it, uh, it it was it was definitely a good uh, a, a good showing from Aguilera to get a goal. Dylan, what is your 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 takes on that free kick? Ridiculous, man! It really was. I I was just I was shook. The people the people want to know on the chat if you could score that same free kick. Oh, I could do it from the halfway line. Oh, okay, okay. So we need to see that. Also, by the way, if you guys have not seen it yet, and unfortunately, Paola Aguilar did not score, but we have a GIF, a video of our very own Cowboy Dan doing the Paola Aguilar chicken dance. So whenever mm-hmm. whenever Paola Aguilar scores, we will be tweeting that out. But he already mm-hmm. was kind enough to tweet it out to the world, and it is on his Twitter page, so make sure you guys go and check that out. It is probably uh, the best thing to ever happen on Twitter. I didn't know I agreed to that, but okay. It's uh <laughs> very hilarious. But um <laughs> but what's it called? Going I'm sorry I'm going a little bit out of order, but um at the sixty-two minute America makes a substitution and it was uh Nicolas Benedetti and Mateo Soriba out. Um, I think that completely uh, switches the face of America, no? hundred percent. That's what I was gonna get at that. And I'm crazy enough to say that I would much rather have Benedetti start over Mateo Suribe at this very moment. I honestly don't know what's going on with him last season, per se. Not not the clausura, the um, not not the apertura. I meant the clausura of last year. Mm-hmm. He was arguably like probably one of our best players. The apertura comes, you know, he hit, he hit a bit of a downfall in his in his play. You know, whatever we all thought it was the World Cup. Okay, you know what? Let it, you know, we'll we'll let the have have this season. But now this season, though, you know, I don't think he's gotten any better. And, you know, you have Nicolas Benedetti on the bench who comes in and just, you know, kind of like changes the whole whole way of going forward in the attack. You know, he he seems very comfortable playing that camp position, you know, and he just adds something to America. I, I, really, I really can't pin it yet, but like he just, I don't know, he's just a very special player. And from what I saw on Saturday and from what I saw yesterday, I think this man deserves to start over Uribe. Yeah, um, I think that's the debate going on right now on Twitter, um, all over. Not just uh, Liga Mekis English Twitter, but uh, Mexican Twitter as well. I think you see a lot of Americanistas, uh, especially after the performance Benedetti had a, against Cholos uh, last uh, yesterday. Um, I think it uh, it really showcases that this 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 guy has hunger. This guy has the same hunger that we saw Mateo Soriva have last year that took him to the World Cup. And this Nicolas Benedetti kid is really yeah. really something. Um, so I, I think you're right. I mean, it, it not only changes the game in regards to the Tigres matchup, but I think it showcases exactly what this 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 Benedetti kid has mm-hmm. to offer to America. So um, and don't 
Don't be surprised if he does start against uh, Cholos on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I was going to get at that. And you, you just see him coming and he has so much hunger. You know, you, you see him in interviews. He's so humble. Yeah, he understands he's not getting many minutes. But he says, you know, whenever I get minutes, I want to prove to Miguel Herrera and to the whole America fan base that I deserve to be here. And I will showcase whatever I have. And sure enough, he's doing he's doing just that. Yeah, definitely. We'll talk about his performance against uh, against Cholos right now in a little bit. But uh, yeah, let's let's talk about that third goal that he scores. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, good breakaway. You know, it was a, yeah. it was it was, was good one two passing um, with Henry Martin. Yes, with Henry Martin, who is another mm-hmm. player that we need to talk about, and um, because he's been he's been going good, in, especially in the Copa. Uh, I have a little and, comments uh, about that, but we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. I, I personally thought he was the best player on the pitch uh, on on Tuesday, and I'll I'll, I'll say why exactly. I don't yeah. think it's because exactly what he did or he scored. Uh, it's just I kept an eye on what he was doing off the ball as well, which I think okay. was was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead. Break down this Benedetti goal. I, th- I think it's 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 it really puts the cherry on on top of everything. Of course, like you said, you know, started from the midfield. Benedetti brings it down, passes, lays it off, passes it off to Henry. Henry sees him running with full force, passes it right back, and you know he just slots it in. Very beautiful uh, strike from Benedetti. You kind of see like he kind of ha- has that little bit of talent, that the skill to really know where to place the ball. And it was it was a pretty it was a pretty poem from from La Poeta Benedetti's from score. Poeta. You and, know what? He has that. He has the finesse trait, huh? He has. Yeah, the finesse he, trait he off really him, does. And, <laughs> Uh, it, it's, it's very pretty when he scores, but like you said, that was the nail on the coffin, 3-0 to us at the 89th minute, 88th minute, and, you know, obviously Tigres wouldn't come back from that. And I guess now it was just, you know, try to retain the clean the clean sheet for Marche. Um, and there you go, full-time, 3-0, and, you know, great dominant performance uh, in the terms of the goals, but could have been a little bit better in trying to control the game. Yeah, I think I think even when you have performances like this, um, there's still subtle things that we can yeah. pick up. But overall, the, the, the grand scheme of things, overall, I think it's something yeah. that we should be content, happy mm-hmm. about. Um, and and I think it showcased and, and I think that that result kind of flowed over to the to the Copa Mekis game against Cholos. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. Dylan, anything else you want to add on into this before we kind of wrap it up? No, I think we hit it all. I think we're good. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Christian, anything else? Um, no, I think we covered everything. I made right. ninety-two on my test today. Really? <laughs> that's not, I gotta, that, I is gotta, not, that is not part of the uh, the Saturday game. Oh though. crap! No, that's not. I'm sorry. I got a ninety-four on my stats class. Woo! My stats midterm. You get a there cookie today. There you go. <laughs> why? Do you, why do you complain to Christian about bringing up grades? Why do you, Why do you complain to me about bringing up grades, but you don't complain about Christian bringing up grades? Because he got a higher grade than you. <laughs> you you, hey, the, the vendetta, the vendetta shipped from Sanchez to me now. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, talking about Sanchez, um, how did you guys see him against Tigres? Because I thought he was phenomenal against Cholos oh, yesterday. He was, yeah, yeah. He he put on a great match. Like I said, <laughs> he really limited that that uh, right hand side, and you know. It was uh it was very hard for for Luis Quinones and Vargas to really do anything from that side. Another solid performance from the youngster, and I really hope to see more of him in the national right. team. Yeah, he's someone that uh, definitely definitely has a future 
Kid's growing, mm-hmm. and uh, he's looking a lot better. So, okay, so I think we can agree. Good game, good performance, and definitely yes. exactly what we wanted to see from America, especially moving forward from this point on, because, of course, mm-hmm. like you said, it's crunch time. It does, the games don't get any easier than this, you know. Yeah, yeah we oh. have Cholos, but it's at their own home. You know, regardless of what the result was against the Copa, that was a Copa, this is a league. It's completely mm-hmm. different. I mean, who do we have after Cholos? If I'm not mistaken, it's uh, Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul, right? Yes. I just wanted to point out one more thing. I'm sorry. Um, go ahead, go ahead. You you said at the beginning of the preview that America won, but it didn't matter in in terms of standings because we were fourth. We were still fourth, and they were still second, right? But yeah. honestly, it did because Nicaxa had a win and Pachuca had a win. So if we would have drawn or tied, we would have been down in standing. So it was a huge win for us in terms of you know where we are in the table. Yeah, no, and I'm glad you you bring that up because it is definitely mm-hmm. something that we need to talk about in regards to this Cholo games coming up too, because we are a little bit depending on what some of the other st- other the games are going to be looking like to see whether or not we can clinch, you know, third or we, we can't clinch second, right? Um, we can still clinch second, yes, but we it would require Monterrey and Tigres to you know drop points, which is it's, it's highly unlikely for both of them to drop points in one I mean, weekend. Well, yeah, well we're we're one away from Monterrey from being third. And yeah. we're four away from Tigres. Honestly, being realistic, I don't think we can catch Leon right now because they're they're about seven points away from us. And yeah, they're running know, with it. Yeah, they're running with it. They they're on track to break the record. Uh, hats off to them. Credit to them. But I just don't think we can you know really take or take or take overtake first. But second is not a unrealistic thing to have by the end of the season. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And hey, by the way, we've always said go ahead take that first position spot. It doesn't. Oh yeah, take us. it. Yeah, supposedly it's a curse, but you know. <laughs> all righty well that does it for this preview uh let us know in the chat what do you guys think uh, what do you guys uh you know have in mind in regards to this game after tigres after the cholos game what do you guys see america how do you guys see america is there something we that the team needs to change or maybe improve on or do you guys like how things are going uh for those of you listening on soundcloud or itunes just you know hit us up with a tweet is everything going in the right direction or should america do something to change things around because i think um while well, we said it it was a good performance there is things here and there that i think could improve and this america could be you know this great great america side if only if only they would get these things here and there right but mm-hmm. of course there's, there's still a little bit of time to improve 100 percent, and i think that's what you kind of want you know really really going to the league uh, top notch form and you know we're not there yet even though we're playing amazing right now we're not there yet there's still a few quirks to work out here and there but you know, give a little bit of time. Hopefully, everything goes in our favor, and you know, we we can we can see that for the Ligia. Definitely, Which where it counts definitely. the most. No, yeah, that's exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> that uh, counts the most in regards to that to that sense. Um, but I think that is that that does it for the Tigres preview. I mean, excuse me, review. Um, yeah, three zero. I just want to say it again. I got the the, the result right, and it wasn't just me. Um, uh, Louis. Got it right. Also, who, by the way, predicted that result, and it was also his birthday. So, uh, shout out to him for being able to celebrate with not only three points, but three goals also. There you go. Must have been a great birthday. One of the top ten, I would imagine. One of the top ten. All righty, gentlemen, let's move on into our next segment. And it's going to be a very back-to-back segment because we have Cholos in both of these discussions. But before so... I just want to say it's trivia time, ladies and yes. gentlemen. It is mm-hmm. trivia time. So without further ado, 
let me take it over to Christian. Christian, let these wonderful, beautiful people know exactly what they are answering today. Of course. Um, so, guys, today's question will be, in the last time America played in a Copa MX final, who did they play and in what stadium? Who did they play and in what stadium? Nice, nice, nice. Well, while you guys are answering that question, which is on the chat already, we would like to introduce our special guest today, coming straight out of Puebla and co-host to the Cholos podcast, here to help us break everything down from Tuesday's matchup against Cholos to this Saturday's matchup. We want to introduce Mr. Francisco Velasco. Francisco, thank you for coming on the podcast. How's it going, guys? Uh, good to be on the podcast. Uh, sorry for the horrible lighting. I'm just moving into a new place, actually, right now. Like, I literally just, like, <laughs> right before the podcast, I had to, um, I had to like, push a desk up the stairs and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Well, congratulations. Hopefully the moving isn't, uh, is, isn't going too rough, but we're, we're happy to have you on the show. We're happy to have you on here. Talk a little bit. Happy to be here. Um, so we'll get in that going right now. We're just finishing up trivia for our listeners. So hopefully they get things going and, um, yeah, gentlemen, anything else you want to say to Francisco? No, man. Just, Hi, Francisco. Yeah. How's it going, Dylan? <laughs> no, just, just happy to to have him here. It's uh, the first time I'm meeting you. Thank you. Good to meet you too, Christian. Yes. Also, by the way, if you guys don't know, Francisco is very active in the Liga Mekis English community, not only just doing Cholos, but I believe you're also doing some stuff for Puebla as well, correct? Yes, yes. I also have a, a, club, a Puebla English page. Uh, actually, like uh, the website that we write for, or that I write for, uh, Foot and Soccer, it even has its own like Club America like side tab on it as well. Um, so yeah, uh, active writer, uh, active on Twitter in the Liga Mickey's in English uh, community. So definitely doing the most for this community. So we thank you for everything that you've done at this point, Francisco. And now let's get into it. Let's talk yesterday's matchup in the Copa Mekis. America took on Cholos. And, well, it was probably one of the best games for America in the Copa Mekis in recent <laughs> years. Probably one of the worst ones for you guys in regards to Copa Mekis or maybe just in general this season. Uh, I don't remember the time where you guys lost 4-0. But um, Francisco, I'm, I'm curious to hear your kind of thoughts in regards to 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 the game. What what was your kind of final thoughts after the final whistle blew? No, definitely. I mean, I definitely think it was um, the worst game for Cholo this season. Uh, the midfield was torn apart, especially after you know uh, Kevin Balanta, the midfielder for Cholos, uh, got that red card. After that, I just thought it was game over, really. Uh, you know, especially when you go up against a midfield consisting of, you know, Guido Rodriguez, a former Cholos player. It's just uh, very tough for Cholos. That, that's been the ongoing problem for Cholos, I, I would say, this season is the midfield. Uh, and it really showed in this game. I mean, Ignacio Rivero and Balanta, obviously, you know, he got that red card. It was a big issue in this game. Yeah, yeah, I, I think a lot of – I heard a lot of people discussing that as well, Um, that, that kind of red card kind of maybe – uh, kind of set the pace for for the game afterwards for America to to kind of just kind of steamroll over you guys, but um I I'm curious because it, we were talking about this when we were previewing the I mean reviewing the Tigres game and funny enough it, it happened against Cholos as well it was an early goal that kind of set the tone for America and it looked like it was the same case here on Tuesday. Uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that goal because a lot of people were putting a lot of blame on Lahoud. a lot of people were also putting blame on whoever was on the wall. Um, 
But, gentlemen, I want to throw it to you first. How did you guys see that goal? I mean, it was a shot by Clemente uh, <laughs> who – I'm being straight honest. I, I thought to myself, okay, if Clemente for some reason scores this, I will go on Twitter <laughs> and, and, and tweet Clemente is the GOAT. And, by the way, uh-huh. you guys can go back and see that I actually tweeted that out. Um, but uh, what was your guys' take on that free kick goal? I didn't think he was going to make it in. Yeah, me neither. It was <laughs> it, it was Clemente we were talking about, but but no, I thought that it was a great shot. You know, you kind of seen in previous games where you know he was playing and he was taking shots. He kind of did seem to strike the ball very well. Um, I just didn't think he could do it from a free kick spot. But you know, I guess Herrera gave him the confidence to you know go ahead and take it. And Trey and Luffy scores uh, another goal for us. Dylan, uh, I started to pinch myself. <laughs> to be I was like, "Am I dreaming?" But no, I'm, I'm, other other than that, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was the way he hit it was great, and you know the way the way it, when it went in, I was just like, "Man, like, that's a goal." I was like, I was like, "It was really good." He took it well. He was composed and everything. So, so that's all I gotta say, really. Okay. Um. Now let's 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 talk about. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Clemente because I think that was probably the only good thing he did in the game. Uh, kid doesn't trust his right foot for anything, and I think that's kind of what uh made him kind of lose lose sight of the match. But um, let's 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 talk about that goal in regards to uh the Cholos' perspective, Francisco. How did you how did you see that game? You know, especially that goal. No, that goal specifically. You know, I think um I think Lahoud could have definitely done a lot better on it. Uh, Lahoud's a weird goalkeeper. He'll have like amazing games. I think he had one against America a couple yeah, seasons ago. Yeah, the Azteca, I believe. And, um, yeah, he'll have those type of games, and then he'll have these type of games where he allows four or five goals. <laughs> it just it seems like every every goal he could have done a bit better on. So, and this one specifically, though, this this one that kind of, you know, set get, got things rolling for America, I really think Lahoud could have done uh, quite better on it, to be honest. Do you have any uh, – Do you would you put any blame on the guy who was on the wall, who just completely just moved out the way? <laughs> No, yeah, there's there, there's a lot of things going on in that goal. It was just a weird goal in general. I mean, when Clemente was the one that went to go take it, I was a bit surprised to begin to begin with. And then when it went, I I was joking around with my friend. We were watching the game. I was like, "Why well, is he gonna score right now?" And then they went in the back <laughs> of the net. So, yeah, yeah. Dylan, um, this is a funny goal because um, I think maybe f- uh, since you and I both play the position for goalkeeper, I, I think. Um, I think it's goalkeeper 101 uh whenever you get a free kick to always put at least at least two pe- two people on the wall when you think there could be a direct kick, no? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too when I saw that. I was like, um, is this right? So, <laughs> but I, I mean that that was like who's call or whoever's running the raw so Now I won't lie, he, um I mean he could have made that call, but he could have at least been a little bit more centered. Um I thought his reaction was a little late too. Uh yeah. but I mean uh, you know, I'm not here to pick on 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 Lahoud or anything. Of course, that's not kind of my expertise to 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 talk or criticize about him. But um, it was an early goal that kind of set the pace for America, and I think it changed the tone of how how things went. I think Cholo's approach kind of had a change after that because you see yourself be a goal down. Um, you know, now you see, now you find yourself chasing the game in in retrospect. How did you think Cholo's was planting to start this game off, Francisco? Looks like we got a bit of a connection issue. 
uh, what I tweeted out like, like uh, really. Okay, it looks like yeah. Francisco, can you hear us? Oh. Wow, I mean, you broke it. I swear, I broke it. I don't think I broke it. Mm-hmm. I think you broke it, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, I think uh, Oscar Pareja from. You might want to message him that you know it's kind of choppy. <laughs> and, uh, I, I think we're good now. I think we're good. Francisco, oh, we're go good. ahead. Keep going. Like I said, you might want to mention. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I from the beginning, you know, I thought that Oscar Pareja. It seemed like he was prioritizing the, the Liga Mekis game that's coming up on Saturday. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, Just because I, uh, you know, Adriana Valpan, uh, Gustavo Bo, and then Fabian Castillo, they were on the bench to begin the game. Yeah, you guys definitely left your heavy hitters on the on on the bench, which I think you know gave America a little bit more of a confident boost. Um, you know, it's funny because it it happened against Chivas and it, it's happened against you guys as well, in which we've set a very strong start in eleven. I, I think, what do you want to say, gentlemen? Eighty percent, or if not more, is our starting eleven 90%. for the league. Yeah, 90%. and. It, I think it just shows you America is really looking for this title. Mm-hmm. America is really pushing for this league, uh, this Copa Mekis, excuse me. Um, I, I, I do think that uh, that Cholos did prioritize the game coming up on Saturday. Gentlemen, was this America's plan all along? Get that early goal, get the, you know, get the, set the rhythm of, of the game. I mean, I, I feel you always want to go for an early goal. I mean, I, you know, that's probably the key. Uh, the, the, the thing that happened to us, we got an opportunity and we took advantage of it. But honestly, after that goal was scored, we had, I think it was the same thing as Tigres. You know, we we scored the goal five minutes. Yeah, okay, we were in their faces a little bit. Then after that, we didn't do anything until, you know, the, the red card. And after that, obviously, I did, I guess it was just all us. But, you know, you kind of had that moment where um that like that like 30 minute moment where it was it was all Tijuana, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like I've pointed out too. Like, you know, um, we 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 can score early, but I, or or we can start off fast and, and strong, taking the game to the opposition. But I always question how long can we keep that up, or after we score a goal, how long do we keep it up, or until we sit back, or or let the team get in and getting uh, uh get in their rhythm. And we've we've seen that again. Anyway, let's be honest. I, I, if if Cholos was a little bit more organized when when in the final third, I think they could have capitalized on on our mistakes because you saw Vargas. Vargas's positioning was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid looks like he was all over the place trying to trying to figure out you know what position he was playing. Aguilera didn't look like he was actually being much of a leader back there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of things were going bad in in America's defense. It's just yeah. fortunate enough that Cholos wasn't able to capitalize on it. But let's be honest, you know, uh, they had some pretty good opportunities to make it 1-1. And even when they were down two goals and even down a man, they still were able to find opportunities here and there. Francisco, what was your, guy, what was your, what was your take specifically on Cholos kind of not taking these opportunities, you know? Yeah, it's been a big issue, actually, for Tijuana the whole season. Specifically, uh, before Anawalpan and Bo uh, were joined to the squad, that was a huge issue on the team. They just couldn't score in the, few, in the first few games. And um, it seems like that'll happen from time to time uh, with Cholos. Again, you know, they'll have these finishing issues uh, from time to time. They're not a team like America or Tigres where they'll get a few opportunities and they'll just capitalize on, on them, you know. 
Uh, Cholos will miss quite a few, it seems like, in these games. Mm-hmm. And I guess that was very fortunate for us, like I mentioned. But, um, you know, uh, you, you, you can't always count on these on, on these kind of fortunate, lucky kind of events. So I, I think America does kind of have an issue going forward. Who's going to play in that center backs partnership? Uh, because even when you see Aguilera leave, um, I, I think maybe Edson secures that center back spot with Vargas a little bit better. But yeah. still, there's 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 gaps. There's kind of you know mm-hmm. things in between that you'd want to see a little bit different. Um, but you, we, we'd have to wait and see whether or not um, whether or not both both center backs are are ready to go for next Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but you know, continuing on with the first half. Uh, you see that America gets that second goal, and it is um, my God, the game was there. You go, Benedetti. Uh, which I I I would put a lot of fault on Topo Valenzuela. To be honest, I think mm-hmm. he could have just easily cleared that ball. Francisco, correct me if I'm wrong, but did you see that Topo maybe was a bit in fault for this game? No, definitely that. That second goal was on Topo. I mean, he just basically gifted the ball to uh, Nicolas Benedetti, and then Benedetti just. You know, he shot um, from the edge of the box and it went in. Uh, but, yeah, you, uh, you could really fault up on that specific goal just because he basically gifted the ball to uh, to Benedetti. He did. He, he really, he really did. But it, it, it's something that we were talking about, you know, Benedetti taking these opportunities, taking these chances, not only to make himself look good, but to carry the team forward. Um, and I think that's something that Piojo maybe is really looking at and really maybe thinking whether or not he could play better for Mateus Uribe, who, by the way, came into this game and really didn't change at all. I, I, I think maybe the team maybe benefited from having Benedetti, not Mateus Uribe on. Right. Um, but... Uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see whether or not he gets a starting spot on Saturday. I would hope so. I, I, I think every, so. all the signs point to him starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just whether or not Piojo is ready to put him. And I think he's ready. I, I really think he's ready. I, you don't see the altitude kind of, you know, make making him suffer or, or, or tire a lot easily. I think he's ready to come on and really change change the game. Dylan, mm-hmm. your take on, on, on the second goal or anything really in regards to the second half? I mean, first half, excuse me. Oh, the second, I'm about to say we are on the second half. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I mean, really, like, I think how we said it, you know, we get that first goal. We kind of let Cholos get back into it. They have their missed chances. That red card comes, and all of a sudden, it's us. Um, Benedetti just really capitalizes on that mistake, really, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, wonderful, it's a good goal. It's a wonderful goal. Um, you know, like Christian said, you know, just a, just a, a poem right there, a, the poet. Just doing his thing. Um, really, that's it. Do you guys see Benedetti maybe going to like a poetry? You know, what are those things where they go and they read poems and they snap their fingers? Uh, poetry slam. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Do you see? Do you see Nicolas Benedetti like at nine p.m. down in Mexico City going to those things? Most he's likely. Probably, he's probably standing at the mic. He's like, "Ser or no ser." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, probably. We'll, we'll have to get an exclusive Cowboy Dan Nicolas Benedetti poem. Mm-hmm. That 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 would be something to to look out for. But um, back to what you were saying, Francisco. The midfield, I think, was was key. And as soon as Cholo lost it, America gained control of the whole game. I think the floodgates opened at that point. And there was uh, really America not taking advantage of some of the opportunities they had. I mean, you had a couple of good shots that just kind of didn't go on target. You had opportunities that kind of were halted because of poor passing or poor delivery, but it, it really felt that you know Cholos was at 
one point just saying, you know what? I, I think we're just going to do damage control. I think we're just going to – we're not going to risk it. We're not going to take our chances, and we're just going to do damage control, which I, I don't think kind of helped them out because at the end of the day, they ended up losing 4-0. No, definitely. I mean, you see uh, some of the substitutions that Oscar Pareja made. Yeah, he brought on the center back, Julian Velasquez, uh, which didn't really affect the game at all. I mean, it actually made it worse <laughs> um, because at that point, the game was 2 nothing, and yeah. They ended up losing 4-0. So it did seem like at one point Pareja just wanted to maintain the scoreline, just not uh, avoid the goleada. But, yeah, it didn't work. It just did not work out. <laughs> it just out. did not did not go <laughs> And Dylan, I'm curious because this is a this is a coach you, you highly rated, of course, from his time being at FC Dallas. Um, did you think he kind of crumbled at, in, in the moment or, or, or what did you think? I know this is a Look, bit weird because, you know, the, we usually talk about America, but this is a coach that you kind of you know <laughs> kind of, you know, decently well. Look, when Pareja started with FC Dallas, you know, like, I thought things were going good, but, like, towards the end of his uh, era, like, he just, like, he did things that, like, started making me, like, question and, like, you know, why are you doing this? Why did you make this substitution and stuff like that? And so, you know, I, I kind of wondered the same thing whenever he left for Cholos. I was like, is he going to start off, like, like good and hot or is he going to is he gonna stay the same like he did when he ended with FC Dallas? And so you know, uh, I think in this game too, at, at times he kind of made me question why he why he would do some stuff like that. But then again, it didn't really surprise me. Okay, well, like I, I like he, Francisco said, that <coughs> he was just saving his best for Saturday, which is why I think it's going to be a completely different game yeah. now, especially for Cholos being at home. That's going to be a big boost as well. And let's face it, that stadium's never been easy, not just for us, but for anyone who ever visited. So, um, we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit, but let's let's. Let's just finish off this whole midfield conversation. Christian, something that you and Dylan and I have always said, something that we really need from America is midfield control. We got a little bit of it in Tigres, and we got a whole bunch of it against Cholos. And I think we see the outcome is that as long as we can control it, as long as we can have uh, you know good access to 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 the midfield and and how the the, the rhythm is played throughout that whole t- ninety minutes, uh, I think you see the best of of all our players. You know. Uh, you saw Guido Rodriguez and Edson Alvarez in very good <laughs> positions, and you saw balls being played out to the wingers and in very favorable spots. And I think it all mm-hmm. comes from that midfield battle that we we won. So you know your take on it, Christian. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. You hit it right on the on the head. You know when Guido Rodriguez is playing like Guido Rodriguez, top notch form, you kind of do see the wingers in Ibarra, in this case, Clemente, really, you know, get the ball, bring it down, and, you know, try to create some especially for Ibarra. I think Rente Ibarra in the second half had a lot of a lot of possession on his side and, you know, creating uh, chances for America that, you know, ultimately led to a couple couple goals here and there. But like you said, though, when, once we have the midfield control, you know, we we just don't – we look like a whole different team, uh, an unstoppable team, a very dangerous team going forward. And, you know, it's kind of hard to, to stop us when we're in that form. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the first half ends 2-0, and then you go on into the second half. America, I think, starts off just kind of the way they ended, uh, starting to gain traction, starting to get more balls uh, fed through the to the wingers, just trying to find and create more chances. Again, Cholo's trying to hold off, trying to make sure that there's not that much damage. Um, and I think there was a bit of a, of a stalemate at one point in the second half. I think the game just kind of looked like, okay, I think America was settling for the 2-0, Cholos was also settling for it. 
did you uh did, did you think at one point that Cholos could maybe make the comeback, Francisco, in the second half? <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, uh, once <laughs> actually once uh, Kevin Valencia got that red card, uh, for me that really was like game over because, in my opinion, just Cholos is not a team that can compete against uh, the top level teams when something goes wrong like that, uh, like getting a red card. Uh, they're not a team to me that can compete after something like that happens. Uh, so yeah, I mean, for me. After the card, game was pretty much over. And then in that, in that second half, Cholos just did not look like they wanted to do anything uh, going forward. Uh, they just wanted to maintain the lead. It was quite – it became quite boring, like you said, in that second half. Yeah. It, it, it kind of – it really did become a, a, a bit of a dull match in regards to that sense. Um, funny, I, I, we didn't touch much about the red card, but it was it was a pretty nasty challenge. No, gentlemen? Yeah. I didn't see nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, for, for me, yeah, it was uh, kind of a nasty, a nasty, you know, kind of strike on on the ankle of Guido Rodriguez, and thankfully he's not injured or anything. But you know, for me, it was a deserving red. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he had all the bad intentions to go and try to break Guido. I think it was just got there late, studs up, and. Uh, it was he was right to get that red card, and I think that was it. I don't I don't think anyone else made a big deal of it. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Just kind of wanted to touch upon that. Um, okay, so back to the second half. Um, I really nothing really kind of stands out within the first couple of what sixty, not sixty. Excuse me, the first couple of maybe 15, 20 minutes of the second half. Um, you don't really see things because I think Cholos makes those substitutions and America is more content with the 2-0. Then we start making substitutions, you know, off goes Ibarra. And I think once Ibarra goes off, you see that America loses a little bit of creativity going forward. I think he was the man on fire against Cholos, really just down that wing, creating chances, almost got himself a goal, hit the post, uh, had pretty good opportunities, had some decent crosses. Uh, and you know he exits the, the 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 game. I think Piojo sits him out, rightfully so. I think he he wants to save him for Saturday. Mm-hmm. Does the same thing for um, uh, you know, uh, does the same thing for Nicolas Benedetti. And you know you see Ibarguen come on. You see Jamie Menez come on. Then you see Mateo Uribe come on, who kind of came on early in the, in the first half because of the Amanuel Aguilera injury that we kind of touched about in the Tigres game, but. Um, it looks like that was more of a precaution, if if anything. Uh, so, th- so the the game really changed in regards to America uh, because of that, and I think for Cholos as well. You know, kind of just trying to get damage control. Um, but I think the one player that stood out to me throughout the whole ninety minutes that was doing things right from from the get go. Um, one obviously is Guido Rodriguez, but um, this is someone that I think went under the radar, and it was Henry Martin. Um, Dylan, I don't know if you want to touch upon this, but I, I saw him and he was doing a lot of good things. The only thing I do question him is his 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 touch and his reception sometimes is very poor. And I think that's what's let him down a couple of times. And he almost could have gotten himself a hat trick in this game if if his touch was even better. But uh what what, what would you say about Henry, Dylan? Because I know this is your boy. You 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 vouch for him and you know, say what you gotta say and, and I I'll add on to it if anything. Look, the only thing that I questioned kind of was that penalty. It looked like he was about to slip. I thought he was about to hit the post, and I was like, what's going <laughs> on? But then I saw it hit the net, and I was like, okay, we're good. But <clears throat> um, I know, I know, like, 
I guess I, I to an extent too, I've kind of criticized him at times, even though I've defended him a lot, and I know yeah, I've always wanted more from him, but like, I mean, I mean, he hasn't necessarily really scored goals, but he's been a part in them. Like, he's had his his fair share of assists. And, you know, we, we've seen him score here and there, but and we've assist, too, if he hasn't scored. So, I mean, you know, he, he's out there. I think he's doing what Bioho wants him to do. And, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, that's all that's all, that's all he can do. And, you know, he's doing that uh, that extra two sometimes. And I don't know. Like, it was just it was just great overall for him. It's just, you know, I, that's just I wish he'd get the start Saturday, but I don't feel like he's going to get that start Saturday. I think he is. I mean, it all depends if Nico's ready to go. I wouldn't risk Nico. I think Nico deserves the rest. Or not the rest, but like the not to strain his injury or whatever he was going through. Well, it depends. I mean, it's oh, we'll get into that discussion. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into, into that. We'll get into, that. To, to the Saturday's preview. But um, going back to Henry, I, I saw a lot of good things from him. I saw him make a lot of good runs. Uh, he pulled a lot of defenders off. made created a lot of spaces. Uh did well to play as a post and did very well to try to play the one-two passing. Sometimes it worked out for him. Sometimes it didn't, but I, I saw him hustle throughout the whole 90 minutes. Um, and that's something that I really, really enjoyed seeing Henry do because he was very active, even when he didn't have the ball. And I think that says a lot. I think that's, that showcases how much he's grown. Francisco, this is a player that you saw very closely not too long ago. What's, what's your take on Henry? Not Tijuana, I think he was a very, very, very average player, actually. I think he's grown a lot uh, since his move to America. I was very surprised when America first picked him up uh, because and Tijuana, he basically wasn't doing much. He was just sitting on the bench. And then when he did play, he just did not do much at all. Uh, but, yeah, now he's he's had um, a very nice run here with America, uh, scoring goals for them. And, yeah, he's a very, very good player. I, like I said, in my opinion, I think he's he's grown quite a lot. Uh, with America. Definitely, definitely. I mean, who else isn't going to be motivated when you're talking contracts with, with your club at the moment, right? You want something to put on, on the table. So I, I think, Henry, we could see maybe possibly me maybe even getting better if uh, if he gets the time and if he keeps hustling the way he keeps hustling, you know? But that's just someone I wanted to, 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 to point out because I think, you know, he had two very late good goals, one of them being a penalty. Um, had a lot of authority to take it away from Jeremy Menez, who, by the way, is kind of maybe, quote-unquote, the unofficial uh, penalty taker. Uh, from what I've seen at practices, from what they've told me, he's, uh, you know, he, he has a lot of... Uh, he has a lot of authority when it comes to that. So for Henry to come up and take the ball from him and say, no, this is mine, uh, it shows a lot of character in regards to Henry. And then uh, <laughs> almost missing it, but finally finding the back of the net. And then his, uh, his, his second goal in the 90th minute almost, to, uh, channeling his, uh, his inner Phil Jones to, to, to squeeze that ball in, yeah. uh, really, uh, really said a lot. So shout out to Henry. Who's, who's continuing to do good jobs. Another jammy goal, right, Christian? Another jammy goal. Another jammy goal. There you go. But uh, 4-0, um, America walks into the into the final. We will know who we, who we will be playing in just a couple of uh, in just a couple of hours. I believe that Pumas game just started. Yes. And sir. Uh, we'll have to wait to see exactly who we get. But we'll let you guys know as soon as we, we hear anything. And then, of course, unfortunately, no matter what happens, we will not be at home. Yes, that is correct. No matter if Juarez wins or Pumas win, we will be away. It will be next Wednesday, correct? 
Correct, correct. Yeah. All right, Francisco, any <coughs> last words on this Copa Mekis match in regards to Cholos or anything that you maybe want to add on? Yeah, the second goal by Henry Martin was absolutely ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it, it really showed it really showed Henry's hustle, you know, to get yeah. to that ball. Mm-hmm. But then I just do not know how Cholos like let that happen. <laughs> the back line. I was about to say that. Absolutely I, ridiculous. I think that ga- that goal sums up the whole game, and it also sums up all of Henry Martin <laughs> because he gets a very well uh, placed ball, and he's one on one kind of with the goalkeeper, and he somehow manages to slam it at Lahoud's body. Still finds a way to get the rebound, gets fouled, but still finds the ball in front of him, heads it. Like I said, channel, channel, challenges his inner, uh, his inner Phil Jones and just kind of kicks it. I mean, I don't even know if that's even Sunday League. I don't think I've ever seen a Sunday League goal like that. So I, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to call it. It's just it was jammy and, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's Henry for you, and, and that was Cholos for you in that game. But we expect Saturday to be completely different. Who knows? We still might get a jammy goal, but it, uh, it most definitely I don't think will be 4-0. And uh, we'll get into that discussion right now. So nothing else yes. to say. Gentlemen, anything else you want to say in regards to the Copa Mekis? No. We're just in the final again after how many years? After so long? I think we're I saw somewhere back. like twenty something years. Yeah, it had to be more than that. Yeah, I mean, the last time we won it, I think it was 73, 74. Oh, and last right. time, last time we were in one was ninety one, I think, and but we lost it though. So it's been a while, but we're back there. We're back there, and uh, fortunate enough for us to bring coverage to that via Twitter for you guys. So we're excited. Yes. Another final mm-hmm. to cover. This is gonna be good. Yes, hundred <sighs> percent. Alrighty, gentlemen, if that is the case, then let's jump into the preview for Saturday's game, which is, I believe, Jornada 13, right? Jornada 13, yes. yes. Perfect, perfect. Alrighty, well, Cholos will host America down in TJ for the Jornada 13. It's a weird time still because um, uh, Mexico doesn't do their time change until Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, America will be playing 8 p.m. Pacific time, 10 Central and a late, late 11 o'clock Eastern time for all our folks down in the East Coast. Yes. Pretty late game, right? I, I like late games. I don't know. That's just me. I, I, when, I'm a when big fan of, of like three o'clock. Oh, no. Because you still have the rest of the day. No, but... yeah. When we, when we used to play at uh, seven your time, uh, 10 my time, oh, those were the best. I just come oh, home I from doing – from coming doing whatever I want, it's ten o'clock. Oh, I know I, I still have America to come home to, you know. So I don't know. that's just me, I guess. That is you. Uh, yeah, the, that is that has to be that's me. That's a whole. That's a whole Eastern coast, East Coast kind of thing. But so. all right, back to this whole preview. So it's a it's a late game, but it's it, it paints to be a good game. So down at TJ, and um, Francisco, a place that you visited more than once. Uh, what can we expect from Cholos? In regards to this game, because your guys' form in league is completely different to your guys' form in the cup. Yeah, I covered the the Cholos for five seasons uh, over there, and yeah, definitely it's a tough uh, place to visit for any team. Uh, you know, Cholos should be better here at this game, especially you know with the home field advantage, uh, with that turf. Uh, they do have a lot more experience playing on the turf. Uh, you'll see sometimes. Um, they do specific plays and stuff like that. Uh, you'll see a lot of jammy goals there at the Estadio Caliente due to the <laughs> turf. And, um, 
No, but it, it is the place where, you know, Cholos do tend to play a lot better uh, than on the road. Um, and, yeah, I, mean, I, think, I do think Oscar Pareja will switch around his lineup. Uh, I mean, Gustavo Bo, Ariel Nahuelpan, uh, Fabian Castillo, they're all going to start this game. And, yeah, uh, it'll be a lot, a lot different uh, than the Copa Mercedes game. So we can expect a lot more firepower from Cholos. And I'm interested to hear your, your thoughts on your starting 11 in a little bit. Uh, I'm going to jump to you to you guys. Um, what can we expect from America in this game? Because not only do we come into this with good form, but we also come into this with a bit of injuries. It looks like, uh, you know, Castillo's in doubt. Bruno's still in doubt. Aguilera, we've yet to hear anything, a lot of, you know, anything that's concrete. Uh, mm -hmm. Mateo, uh, Mateo, excuse me. Oye Peralta might be back. So, I mean, we're not going to get anything confirmed probably until Friday. Mm -hmm. um, that's when we'll exactly know whether or not uh, Piojo has all players available or who's actually mm -hmm. going to be missing out. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to hear, what, what, what do you guys think, America, coming into this game? How do you guys see them? Oof. Um, I kind of uh, somewhat, somewhat close to what we saw Tuesday. Uh, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's tricky. Of, it's a yeah. tricky one. Yeah, and I think I guess it all depends on the starting eleven. And even when you ask us right now to name a starting eleven, um, you know, some people are going to want to play, you know, close to eighty-five percent of a regular starting eleven. Uh, I want to see a complete rotational squad for this match, even though it's probably not ideal. But I think it's kinda, why we kind of have to. Well, let's think about it. Uh, we have, we have. This is Tijuana what America wanted we have, we have, for, no? We have Tijuana Saturday. That's not an easy team, especially when you just talk about their league form. Not an easy team. No matter, I don't care who it is. It's Juarez or Pumas. We have a final on Wednesday. It's, we're going to be away. It's going to be a difficult match, no matter who we play. And then on Sunday we have Cruz Azul. Damn, we have Cruz Azul Sunday. Yes. Yeah. So that's in, in a span, I guess. Sunday. Eight days or whatever. Eight days, whatever you want to say. We have three important games in eight days. And yeah, you kind of already start to see the little nicks and the little fatigues here and there. And you, this is the time of the season where you don't want any little nicks here or there turn into month-long injuries because then that's going to really affect us. I agree with what you guys are saying. It's just I, I, I can't agree to at all. Well, that, that made no sense. But you, you kind of know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I get what you're saying. I just I I don't want to accept it because one, this is what America was made for. It was made to to compete in every single right. game. So as a player, you should be understanding that you're gonna be playing three games in eight days. You know, mm -hmm. and 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 that's just kind of what your goal is. And also, right. this is why America paid so much money for all these players so that we have a very very vast depth. In our in, well, in our squad, and that's well, what we have right now. That that's what I'm, that's where I'm getting at. That's why we rotate out key starting players, and then put in the put in the players that we have that don't really normally play. You have Jeremy Menez doesn't need to play Benedetti, who comes off the bench and will most likely get a starting role. You have Henry Martin, who doesn't play much, um, because Nico Castillo has been getting the start, and we most likely think he'll be in doubt. So you have a couple of players here and there that you can probably slot in there, and I think this is the match to do it. Okay, okay. Well, we'll 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 jump back to all of this right now. And uh, oh, you're gonna hate my starting eleven. I know. I can already. You're tell. gonna hate it right now. I can already <laughs> tell. Well, well. Before I jump into starting elevens, 
we have a little special announcement. It looks like the Eagle Eye podcast will, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed if everything goes well, will be down at the Estadio Caliente on Saturday to cover the game live for you guys on Twitter. And we'll have a whole bunch of cool little videos and interaction with all the fans down there. So if for any chance you're listening to this and you are going to be down there for the matchup, let us know via Twitter, via Instagram. Let us know if you're going to be down there because it looks all signs point to us going down there. So hopefully, fingers crossed, things uh, things pan out for us. Francisco, before I ask you for your starting 11, let me ask you for uh, taco recommendations after the game. <laughs> uh, tacos with Frank is pretty good uh, down there. There's another place called Taco Naso. It's actually cl- uh, close to the stadium. Uh, very good right there. So, yeah, nice uh, tacos de adobada, the adobada tacos. Very good. Ooh, nice, 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 nice. All righty. Well, Jumping from that, uh, give me your predicted start 11 for Cholos because, you, like you said, it's going to be different. It's going to be better. It's going to be a better arsenal. Just, I'm curious to hear what you have in, in mind. Yeah, Pareja hasn't really switched uh, his third 11 uh, too much. Uh, he's stuck with a 4 2 3 1 formation. Uh, so it seems that it will be La Huda net and then the defense, uh, Omar Mendoza at right back, the center backs, uh, Diego Bragueri. Uh, Julian Velasquez at left back, Luis Fuentes. Uh, then the defensive mids uh, should be Ignacio Rivero and Diego Rodriguez. And then up front, it should be Miller Bolaños, Fabian Castillo, uh, Gustavo Bow, and then Ariel Nahuelpan. Now that that sounds like a, like the Cholos we were expecting. Um, I mean, gentlemen, Dylan, you hear this starting 11, and, you know, what's your take on it? Um, I'm a I'm kind of keep an eye off of Fabian Castillo, really. Uh, um, I mean, I, I think he's really uh, matured and grown since his time with FC Dallas, since I've seen him whenever he played there. Um, r- really, especially his maturity, because he, he was kind of immature with FC Dallas. But that's that's a different talk, and that's a different story. It's, but he's back with Pareja, which which uh, which kind of uh, uh, surprised me a little bit. So, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays down the wings. Interesting. My, I'm curious to see what Nahuel Pandas. Um, I think he's had a good season with you guys, right? And um, I, I think he could be a real leader in 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 the attacking. Um, I think he can make things difficult for whoever plays in the center back spot. Uh, is someone I think we need to keep an eye on. And of course, I mean, yeah, you can't really forget about Bo, can you? I mean, mm-hmm. the, the the guy, you know, smells goal and, and he's on it, ready to pounce on it. Um, so a very good, interesting lineup, Francisco. Thank you for sharing that. I think we have a better idea of what we can expect. Uh, we were definitely thinking that this was going to be a stronger lineup, and I think you might as well just confirm that, that this is probably going to be the best starting 11 Cholos is going to put out. Gentlemen, now it's our turn. What are we going to put out for Saturday's game? Christian, I, you already you mentioned that I'm not going <laughs> to like it, so might as well just go ahead and get it over with. What's your, uh, what's your right. predicted starting 11? Just before I say this lineup, guys, this is my dream lineup. This is what I hope happens. Is it going to happen? 99.9% it is not going to happen. But if it does, Ivan, you are buying me something because I, I deserve this. But here I okay. go. Um, Buy some tacos. We'll have Navarrete. No, I'm talking about have Navarrete in it. We'll have... <laughs> <laughs> we'll have... Akibaldo. Yeah, you know. We'll have Marjasin in it. Uh, Paul Aguilar, Edson Alvarez, uh, Edson Alvarez, Carlos Vargas, Luis Reyes. What? We'll have <laughs> we'll have Mateo Zuribe and Sebastián Córdoba. Then we'll have Antonio López, 
Nicolas Benedetti, Andres Ibargoin, and then Henry Martinez, your lone striker. Dude, this is not career mode. <laughs> this, this, this just went way out in left field. <laughs> Dude, I don't know where you got this from. This is like this is like when you're playing career mode and you got like a game back to back and your players are on red, so you're just anything that's on the bench is good. <laughs> this is this has to be the lineup, in my opinion. Oh uh, man, I thought you were gonna be conservative. I was wrong. You're, you you no. you might as well just locked everything up. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dylan. Um, I'm, I mean, what do, you, what do you got for uh, what do you got for Saturday? I don't even know how to how to put a lineup after hearing that one. <laughs> um, I th- I think I I think Aguilera starts over uh, Vargas, and I think I'd keep uh, Guido in the midfield. I've, uh, I think everything else is okay. We're burning him out. So you're seeing Tony Lopez start? Screw it, why not? We I think we've called for it plenty of times and I mean, don't get me wrong, the kick and play and I, I I would love to see him. Uh but look, I think I, this if 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 I'm if not saying in the whole ninety though. Okay, no, I know he's not playing the whole ninety, but look, I'm taking into consideration that uh Nico might be out, Bruno might be out, and yes. um and Aguilera. Yeah, I, I think he's good. I think Aguilera is good. Okay. Um so I, I'm, I'm going Marche. Paul, uh, Aguilera, Edson, George, Ibarra, Uribe, Cuido, Ibarguen. How many foreigners is that already? Jesus. Um, oh, crap. I forgot about that. Shoot, I always forget that. Benedetti and Henry. Um, I think you're missing a player. No, that's 11. All right. I have my well, two wingers. It's a, it's a four, two, three, one, which is funny enough that we're going to see that uh, kind of formation as well with Cholos. Uh, I know, just think that's a staple formation for this season. You know, I think he, it has he, been. Found, he found that with the players that he has, this is going to be his formation going forward. So how how many foreigners is that? So we have Marche, we have Emma, we have Guido, Uribe, Benedetti, Renato, Ibarguen. That's seven foreigners. Right. So that means there's only space for two on the bench. Right. And we're saying Nico's out. We're saying Bruno's out. So then Jeremy Menez and who? Uh, that's that's, that's it. I mean, uh, Roger? Is, is no, Roger Roger's here? not ready. Roger will be ready when Uribe, when Oribe is ready. But Oribe should be ready by Saturday. He is not going to be ready by Saturday. We have confirmed? God damn it. Piojo okay, keeps saying one thing and another. We did this last week, and I'm telling you right now, he will not be there Saturday. Okay, so then just Jeremy Menez, I guess. Jeremy Menez, yes. Okay. Still, I think maybe mine's a little bit more credible than maybe your no, guys. No, most likely, yes, but, you know, um, in my opinion, I don't know. Uh, I just think we're... We need to rotate the squad. I don't want. I don't want to see these guys burned out by by week 15, 16, and then you know we have injuries here and there, and then we enter the the Ligia with the rotational lineup, and then everyone's gonna be like, "Oh man, we should have rested them in that Cholos game." And then everyone's like, "I will look like a hero," and then you guys will be looking like the villains. So I'm sticking to my word. <laughs> all right. Well, let's just go with my lineup for all sakes. Uh, Francisco, 
tactically speaking, what does Cholos need to do to kind of uh, kind of erase Tuesday's game and actually play to what they need to play in order to get a result against America? Well, at home, you know, Cholos does tend to really go for it, I would say. It doesn't matter who the rival is. They just tend to really go for it. Uh, we saw that against Monterrey. Um, you know, they really they beat Monterrey there at the Estado Caliente, which arguably, you know, one of the best teams in the league, you know, title contender for sure. Um, they do tend to play a lot more aggressively at home uh, as opposed to away. And uh, Pareja has really shown that. Even Diego Coca, before, the manager that was before Pareja, he did show that a lot. But Pareja has kept on showing that. Uh, so I do think uh, Cholos will play... I wouldn't say necessarily total, but they, they're not going to be as conservative as other teams who do play America. Okay. Which, uh, hearing that, gentlemen, uh, does that maybe give you guys an idea of how Piojo might come into this game? Because for me, the one thing that stands out is if Cholos is going to come after us and if Cholos is going to go, I feel like Piojo is going to do Piojo and he's going to say, okay, we're going to absorb the pressure. We're going to soak it in, and then we're going to try to break them on the counter. It's pretty much the game plan we've been playing all season long. For real. Is it the right plan, though? Is, is it is it what we need to do against Cholos? Or do you think that maybe we should be the aggressive ones? We should look and, and try to take the game to them. And and I, I, I think it, it, it goes down, again, to, to who can control the midfield, really. I mean, I'm going to be honest. If we go out there and be the aggressive, it's only going to take about, like, 20 minutes before we let Cholos back into the game. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's understandable because that's usually what America does. But, I mean, I'm not going to say that uh, we need to go and try to find an early goal like always because that's usually not always the case, like you said, Christian. But right. I, I do want to see America come out and try to balance the game out. You know, don't yeah. give too much to Cholos and, um, you know, don't be don't be exposing yourself too much either because this is a fast Cholos team, let's face it, you know. Yeah. This is a fast team that could get you on the break. We have speed as well, which is why I think we're going to, you know, use and abuse our wingers because uh, we did that against Tuesday. But I, I think both teams can get, catch each other on the counter. And, and, and really, I'm, I'm looking at it, you know, from both perspectives, I, I, could, I could see this game ending in a draw. So, now, so you're, now you sound so, like me. No, I'm just saying that because I, I feel like a lot of, uh, especially if Cholos comes out with their most, you know, aggressive starting eleven, I think you're gonna see a, um, I, I think you're gonna see two very similar teams. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think. I mean, I kind of see what you mean, Ivan. But it could be a draw. But I don't think at the end of the day, Pareja and, and Cholos don't want to draw. I think they're trying to go out and get a win, especially you right now they, being out of Zona de Liga right now. Yeah, and 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 it's, it's it's I know we've talked about it, but it's literally that point of the season where you cannot drop points. That's true. Not just for us, but every other team out there. Yeah, especially yeah. especially when that when that part of this part of the table is very very uh, very tight. Yeah, because okay. Cho, Cho, Cholos is like right there for the like, spot. Three they're, points they're away. Ninth. They're yeah. they're ninth. The only thing the only thing separating them is goal differential. Alrighty. Well, then that then the case is simple for America. Then go out yeah. there, play your game. Um, not just you know because you have to win, but I think the simplest way to try to walk away with the result. And I think I think when I say result, I think it's fair to say that we'd accept nothing but a, a victory, right? Hundred percent. Um, I think you just have to go out and play kind of similar to what you were playing on Tuesday. Uh, get the ball rolling. Try to get hold of that midfield battle and uh, just play simple. 
try. I saw a lot of good one-two passes from America, and I think they need to continue to do that. Let's remember the pitch is going to be a lot faster. It's going to be a lot tougher. The ground's going to be a lot harder. Uh, the ball rolls completely faster. So uh, hopefully the, the the team can take in, this into consideration. I'm pretty sure they're going to wet the pitch beforehand, right, Francisco? Yeah, they should do. So, I mean, I, I, you know, you can only imagine the ball's going to, you know, for those of you who have played on turf, know exactly what, what that means. Um, I just want to see an America go out there and try to get control of the midfield and try to get control of the game. I don't necessarily need them to be so aggressive. I just want them to play smart. And I think that's especially when you come into a turf field, you need to play smart because you're obviously right off the bat at a disadvantage because you don't play there week in and week out. The the home team does. So if America wants to get out here and get a result, which they have before, it's just control the tempo of the game, get a feel of it, and uh, understand what Charles is trying to do, and and hopefully Piojo can find a way to counteract that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys want to add anything. Also, if we do get that early goal like we have in the past two games, it's important to keep the pressure up and not let Cholos back into this game. Like uh, we have all mentioned, this is a much better Tijuana squad going into Saturday. And let's just say they have kind of the same chances, same similar moments that they had in Tuesday. You know, this is a team that can potentially capitalize on those mistakes if we make them. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. Francisco, anything else you want to add on in regards to Cholos and maybe what they need to do? Well, like you said, I, I think Cholos do view this as a must-win game. The fans certainly view it that way. I mean, everybody's saying it's either you win this or you're out of Liguilla, uh, which I don't agree with, but that's what a lot of, people's mindsets are going into this game, uh, especially, you know, since it is at home, people want to beat America. I mean, it, it is a game there where the team is going to feel pressured uh, to get those three points. Yeah. Okay. Understandably. All right. Everyone's favorite part of the show now comes and it is prediction time. So being as how we are, Francisco, I'm going to throw it to you since you guys are the home team. Give me your prediction for Saturday's game. I think there's going to be a lot of goals. I think it's going to be an exciting game. Uh, prediction is 2-2. Two to two. I just think there's going to be a lot of goals wow. in this game. Uh, hopefully it is a, a good game like that, but we'll see. I can also see it ending like 0-0 zero, zero or something. But, um, yeah, I will say 2-2. Uh, 2-2 two, two. Two, two draw. All right. Christian, your prediction? 3-1 America. Oh, three with your lineup. With your with lineup. lineup, yes, with my what? lineup. You, you're, you're saying, you're saying it like you don't have faith in our players. In our, no, I have faith. Blood. I don't have three one faith. Oh, okay, well, we'll see what I happens. Was thinking, then. Listen, I was listen, one goal, jammy wise, but okay. Listen, first of all, if this lineup that I have right here, all right, if this lineup is the lineup for Saturday, you're buying me dinner whenever we meet up. Secondly, right, if I okay. get the score prediction right. You just you could buy me a new house, honestly, because you're having uh, <laughs> like you're you're very against me right now. So look, if you get all of that, you you've earned yourself a, a nice promotion, my friend. Thank you. A nice promotion. Um. Okay. So three one. Um. Dylan. I mean, uh, what's your what's your take on this? I go three two. Three two. Yeah. So you you see a lot of goals in this game as well. Yes. Three two to who though? You always say that. You never say for who. Yes. I'm just leaving it there. I, I said three two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Do with what you want, guys. With Dylan, you guys know his Twitter handle. Um, I'm going. I'm going to one America. I'm going to one America. Um, like I said, I can see it being a draw, but I'm I'm being hopeful that uh, America can walk away with all three points. Um, and hopefully Paul Aguilar scores, so we can uh, so we can use that uh, that uh, video of of Dylan 
you know, dancing like Bio, like uh, Paul Aguilar. Right, Dylan? I, I didn't know I gave him consent to use that video, but that's fine, I guess. That's not, that's, that's so, that's such a lie. I have a text message where you say, we're going to tweet that out when, uh, with Paul Aguilar score. So I will expose you. Show the receipts. <laughs> All right. Let us know what you guys think on the comment section down below. Again, uh, a huge, huge uh, shout out to uh, Francisco for coming on. Francisco, thank you so much for being on here and uh, really making this show even better. No, thank you for having me. Uh, really appreciate it, guys, and keep up the great work. And good luck on Saturday as well. Thank you, thank you. Good luck to you thank guys you. as well. Well, where can they find you on Twitter? You guys can follow me on Twitter at Francisco EFV. Uh, still do all Cholos coverage in there. Still do the Cholos podcast. Uh, we'll have a new episode tomorrow. And yeah, I also have a public coverage as well. Everything I'm doing, I'm doing here in the city. So make sure you guys follow him. He is very active on uh, Liga Mike. He's not just Cholos and Puebla. Um, I see you always, you know, have something to say in regards to uh, every match that you watch. You, you you try to watch as much as you can. I know you're a very busy guy uh, that, you know, keeps an eye on, on all things Liga Mekis. I know you've written a couple of stuff about America and, you know, just keep up the great work, man. You've, uh, you've really set the the pace for some, of, some of us right here, you know, who, who are trying to get into the community and, and really make a, a difference. So thank you so much for the great work that you've been doing. And uh, hopefully we see you soon. Uh, you know, uh, you're out in Puebla. So uh, keep doing what you're doing out there and keep working hard, man. No, thank you. Appreciate it guys. And as well, you know, keep up the great work. Thank you, thank you. So again, if you guys are going to be down in TJ, uh, let us know. Hopefully we can confirm with you guys in the upcoming days whether or not we'll be there. But all signs point to us being there. So uh, we're, we're, we're hopeful. If that's the case and uh, Trump does decide to close the border, uh, I have um, I have no idea whether or not I'll be back for work. So if my boss is listening to this, um, <laughs> uh, please note that I might need to use a vacation day for Monday. Uh, but no, uh, just any, any tips in general for, for, if we're down there in, in, in TJ at, at the Sala Calente, Francisco? Uh, Uber's great. Um, yeah, Uber is really helpful. Um, it's everywhere down there. Uh, it's pretty cheap to get to the stadium. It should be like, um, $4, I believe from the border. Wow. Rather. Wow. That and is, then, uh, wow. yeah, uh, food's really good. Like I said, uh, tacos El Frank and the other one is Taconazo, uh, Either one of those places, you'll be good. Very good tacos at both of those places. Um, yeah, and overall, uh, TJ, I mean, you know, it has its things uh, in terms of uh, security, but there doesn't tend to be a lot of robberies. And the place uh, where the stadium is, it's a really nice area. It's like the nicest area of the city. It mm. is. It is. I've heard good places, good things about that st uh, stadium and the location. So I'm um, excited to go and, and, and see it and experience it. So shout out to... Shout out to everyone down there in Cholos and uh, to everyone in TJ. Shout out to you guys at the Cholo Podcast, uh, to our good friend, Mr. Cesar Hernandez as well, who I hope to see that day uh, also, who's helped us out so much as well. Uh, to everyone, really, to everyone, to everyone, thank you so much. Everyone who came out, Chicken Little, Oscar Torres, uh, Carlos Serna, uh, you know, Chicken Nugget. Uh, looks like we're missing again Chicken Biscuit, if not be the Holy Chicken Trinity. Uh, Carlos Diaz, Kevin Perez, everyone, everyone, if I've missed you, I'm so sorry. Louis, happy birthday again, my friend. And to everyone listening on SoundCloud and iTunes, thank you so much. You guys can find us on Twitter at Eagle Eye Podcast and on Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast. Follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes and Spotify. So if you ever miss a live show, you can always get us on the go. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, it's been uh, your host, Ivan Christian. Dylan, thank you so much for being, uh, again, amazing co-host. 
Yeehaw. No problem. Yeehaw. Favorite time of the day, right, Christian? Favorite time of the week. Favorite time of the week. <laughs> Favorite time of the week. All righty, gentlemen. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys until next time. We will let you guys know who will be playing on Twitter and all that live coverage uh, that hopefully will be happening on Saturday. Also, huge shout-out to the ladies who continue to keep doing the good job. We didn't get to you guys, but we will uh, next episode. And as always, see, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, damn, I don't even know how to sign off. But, okay. See you guys. Bye. So You're so nervous right now. Arriba la América.